हरिओं सर्वे नमस्कार अद्वैत चिंतन वर्गे सर्वेशां स्वागत ओम नमो ब्रह्मादिभ्यो ब्रह्म विद्या संप्रदाय कर्तृभ्यो वंश ऋषिभ्यो महद्यो नमो गुरुभ्य वक्रतुंड महाकाय सूर्यकोटि सभ निर्विघ्न कुर मे देशु सर्वदा शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव बादरायण सूत्रवाषिकृत वंदे भगबंधनपुनःश्वरो गुरुरात्मी मूर्तिद विवागिने व्योमवत्तेहाय दक्षिणाूर्त नम हरिओं सो हाविंग स्टडी दपरोक्षाभूति वी आर् टेकिंग अप ए स्मॉल टेन स्त्रोत्र रिटर्न बै शंकराचार्य in the similar in lines of his own advaita philosophy for which his disciple sureshwaracharya also has written a shloka i mean a poem like commentary which is called vartika so before getting into the details of it i will just read through the uh, initial mangala chantings and the 10 uh, stotras i may not be able to sing like how sonal was singing but let me see om mauna vyakya pragadita parabrahma tattvam yuvanam varshishtam devas drishikanai avrutam brahma nishtai aacharyendram karakalita chinmudram anandamurtim ೂಲೆ ಗುರೋಸ್ತು ಮೌನ ವ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಾನ ಶಿಷ್ಯಾಸ್ತು ಚಿನ್ನ ಸಂಶಯ ನಿಧಯೇವರೋಗಿ ಗುರವೇ ಸರ್ವೋಕಾಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ಓಂ ನಮ ಪ್ರಣವಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಿರ್ಮಲಾಯ ಪ್ರಶಾಂತಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಸಿಘ್ನಾಯ ಮಹೇಶಾಯ ವಡಮೂಲ ನಿವಾಸಿ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಈಶ್ವರೋ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೀತಿ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿನೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಈಸ್ ಆರ್ ದ ಮಂಗಳ ಶ್ಲೋಕಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ದ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಸ್ತೋತ್ರಂ ಬೈತ್ವಲ್ ವಿಶ್ವಂ ದರ್ಪಣ ದೃಶ್ಯಮಾನಗರೀ ತುಲ್ಯಂ ನಿಜಾಂತರ್ಗತ ಪಶ್ಯನ್ನಾತ್ಮನಿ ಮಾಯಿರಿಭೂತ ಯಾತ್ರೆಯ ಯತ್ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ ಗುರುದೇ ಪ್ರಬೋಧ ಸಮಯೆ ಸ್ವಾತ್ಮಾನೇವಾಧ್ವಯ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಯಿತ ಶ್ರೀದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ಬೀಜಸ್ಯಾಂತರಿವಾಂಗುರೋ ಜಗದಿತ ಪ್ರಾಂಗಿಕಲ್ಪುನಃ ಮಾಯಾಕಲ್ಪಿತೇಶಕಾಲಕಲನ ವೈಚಿತ್ರಚಿತ್ರೀಕೃತ ಮಾಯಾವೀವ ವಿಜೃಂಭಯತ್ಯ ಯೋಗೀವಯ ಸ್ವೇಚ್ಛೆಯ 
தஸ்மை ஸ்ரீ குருமூர்த்தையே நமயிதம் ஸ்ரீ தட்சிணாமூர்த்தையே யத்யைவஸ்பூரணம் சதாத்மகமகன் கற்பார்த்தகம் பாசதே சாட்சாத் தத்துவமசீதி வேதவசா யோபோதயாஸ்ரிதான் யாட் கரணாவிர்த்திர்பவாம்போதிதௌ தஸ்மை ஸ்ரீ குருமூர்த்தையே நமயிதம் ஸ்ரீ தட்சிணாமூர்த்தையே நானாச்சித்திரகடோதரஸ்திதமகாதீபிரபாஸ்வரம் ஜானம் யசுச்சுராதிகரணத்வாராபிஸ்பந்ததே ஜானாமீதி தமைவாந்தமனுபாத்தியேதத்சபத்தம் ஜகத் தஸ்மை ஸ்ரீ குருமூர்த்தையே நமயிதம் ஸ்ரீ தட்சிணாமூர்த்தையே தேகம் பிராணம் அபீந்திரியாணி சதாம் புத்திம் சூன்யம் விது ஸ்ரீபாலாந்தோபமாஸ்தோஹமதி தாந்தாவிரிசம்வாதினா மாயாசக்தி விலாசகல்பிதமா வியோமோகசம்ஹாரிணே தஸ்மை ஸ்ரீ குருமூர்த்தையே நமயிதம் ஸ்ரீ தட்சிணாமூர்த்தையே ராகுகிரஸ்திவாகரேந்து சதோ மாயாசமாச்சாதனா தன்மாத்திரக்கரணோபசம்ஹரணோ ோபுசுஷுப்தப்புமான்ாகுவஸ்வாஜாகிரதாஷுசாஸ்வீவாஸ்வனுமர்த்தமானமஹமிதஸ்புரந்தம்சதாஸ்வாத்மானம்ரக
as usual is ageless so there where he was sitting under a vatapatiya samipe means under the banyan tree in the meditative posture and these sages sat around him the dialogue took place between the master and the teacher the students that the guru and the shishya in utter silence there cannot be more profound explanation of a subject which is beyond words unless it is conveyed through silence because any word when we bring it into a description that reduces the the purity of that impure satchidananda atma satchidanandam brahma both being the same into limitations of the words both by the meaning and the form so to avoid that a subject which is of very high nature which cannot be limited to words but the potency of the guru is such that by silence he could impart the knowledge now it in in whichever whichever way we look at it the silence is from where all words are coming if there had been no silence the sounds would not have its purity or able to understand us so the silence in which he conveyed it was the purest of the pure knowledge so keeping that in mind how did he do it let us first go through the mangala shlokas mauna vyakhya means exposition through profound silence prakatita means manifested or unfold or proclaimed parabrahma tattvam it is the tattvam of parabrahman or the knowledge of the supreme being to whom to the sages the parabrahma tattvam who is that who is sitting to yuvanam varshishtandai who is sitting among the old and great sages the yuva or the young the ageless one was sitting and the former parabrahma tattvam was sitting among the sages who were all brahmanishtai vasad means sitting rishi ganai they were all rishis of sages of well known they were all you know sanakadi that the first seven rishis of the manasa putra of brahma created created first the seven rishis who were his product production of men, mind mental creation and they were told to go about and world and create the you know progeny but they refused because they were brahmanishtai they were all already engrossed in that knowledge of the truth so they were not interested so brahma had to go through further steps so these seven were who refused the order of brahma to propagate and spread in the world went back to shiva or the maheshwara please understand when i use the word shiva or maheshwara is not about the the typical picture we all have in mind about the jadadara and you know kaupinadari or you know sitting in a pair posture in himalayas or snow all here shiva means the absolute purity 
pure essence of the Brahma Tattva. So, in the unmanifest takes the shape of a manifest without losing its qualities as the pure, that is what is called Shiva. Or that Shiva itself, when it is in the form of a Guru, Dakshina means Jnanam, Murti means embodiment. So Dakshina Murti means embodiment of pure knowledge. So he was sitting among the sages, Avridam means surrounded by Brahmanishtai sages, those who are all devoted to Brahman. They were thinking only about the Brahman. And he, how was he sitting? He was like a Indra among the Acharyas. He is the supreme teacher. Indra is the king of Devas. Here the Indra of Acharya means he is the supreme teacher. Nobody can teach better than him. For he has the, all the knowledge. And the, what was his posture? Karakalita Chinmudram Ananda Murti. Hands in the form of Chitmudra. That is where the thumb and the index finger is touching together. Rest of the fingers are open and the hand is open outward. And Swatma Ramam, he was, where was his attention? He was Ramadi, he was in enjoying in his own Atma. When the unmanifest takes a manifest form, that manifest form will have the Atma. There, even though he was fully aware of his form manifestation and his own presence, he was reveling in his own Atma, Swatma Rama. And because of that, he had a blissful face because he was in he was in the bliss of his own purity and peace. And to such a Dakshinamurti, Aham Mire, is is my prostrations or my salutations. So the first sloka's meaning is like that. Salutation to that Dakshinamurti whose exposition through profound silence is awakening the knowledge of Supreme Brahman in the hearts of his disciples. He Himself being youthful and sitting surrounded by the old and great sages who were devoted to Brahman, the hands of the Supreme Teacher was in the form of a Chinmudra and whose appearance is still and blissful Atmarama Mudidavadana and rejoicing in his own self, he, that was being reflected on his face. Now, that is about the form of the teacher. Now comes to the next Mangala Shloka. Vatapitapi Samibe Bhumi Bhagi. Sitting on the ground near a banyan tree, Nishannam means sitting. Sakala Muni Jananam Jnana Dataram Arad. Sakala Muni Janana, who are all sitting around him, Munis, to all those Mithis who were sitting there, he was the bestower of knowledge. Jnana Data. Jnana Data means one who gives the knowledge. Tribhuvana Guru Misham. He was the Tribhuvanam. Tribhuvanam means three states or three worlds. And he is a teacher in all the three worlds because all the three worlds, he is the one person who is present. And he is an Isham means he is a controller of all the three worlds also. Being a controller, he controller in the sense not in our normal uh, parlor, having created out of himself, he is the ultimate controller of the creations. Therefore, he has the complete 
control of the world and then he being knowing everything all the three states of awareness or all the three worlds of experiences he is the one who is able to remove the darkness of the ignorance in those worlds who is going through the world of experiences to such a dikshnamurti devam to the deva or that that shining knowledge embodiment dikshnamurti i told you it is that knowledge embodiment devam dyotana devaha one who is an effulgent in the knowledge and embodied what does he do janana marana dukha cheda daksham namami he is the one who is removing chedam means to cut or to destroy sorrows coming out of the birth and death so the birth and death itself is what is called as samanam samsara and because of the guru form which removes the darkness the janana marana dukham what the sorrows which is being born out of the birth and death is deep removed out of the root by to such a dakshinamurti is my prostration so then then goes the next one chitram vadataror mule vridha shishya guru riva gurostu mavanam vyakhyanam shishyasu chinna samshaya chitram the 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 picture which we are seeing is that vadataror mule in that and the root of the banyan tree surrounded by vridha shishya the aged students but the guru is yuva guru is young guru and what does that how does the, how was the teaching going on gurostu maunam vyakhyanam the guru was doing his exposition through silence and it was being seen on the disciples because they were devoid or removed of all the doubts in their mind shishyastu chinna samshaya means they severing the doubts in the mind of the thing by through the silence exposition he could he was removing the doubts in the mind of the, those brahmanishta muni who were the students there. nidaye sarva vidhyanam vishaye vavaroginam gurave sarva lokanam dakshinamurtaye namaha nidaye who is receptacle of all non nidhi means the wealth or the treasure nidaye means to him who is a treasure of the knowledge of what type of a treasure sarva vidhyanam all type of knowledge it is not only the spiritual knowledge even para apara vidya which we studied in the mundakopanishad dvividye veditavye yatnyatva sarvamidam vitnyadam bhavati that vidya knowing which everything becomes known he is a receptacle or he is the storehouse of that knowledge he is not only storehouse of knowledge he is also bishaje bhavarogina bhavarogi means bhava means samsara or the 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 worldly bondage and it is treated as a disease for those who do not have the knowledge so such a person is called a rogi bhavarogi who is engrossed in the bondage of the world 
to him he is a bishaj bishak means doctor or he is a medicine he is the one who has the medicine for the disease of the worldly bondage he is also the guru sarvalokanam which i explained earlier all the loka mean lokyate anena iti loka all the experiences for the all the experiences the the knowledge how the experiences are happening he has the knowledge of it therefore he is able to free you from bondage not because he is going to talk upanishads or tattvamasi or any of the words he has the control ishanam he is the one who controls all the three worlds therefore all experiences in all the three worlds he is absolutely in control of it so what happens sarvalokanam from the 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 experiences which are giving the bondage he has the medicine which is the receptacle as in the form of a receptacle of knowledge in him to such a dakshana murti i do my prostrations my salutations to him om namah pranavartaya shuddha jnanaiga murtaye nirmalaya prashantaya dakshana murtaye namaha om is the symbol of parabrahman akshara brahmam this is what we are going to deal tomorrow in the mandukya upanishad namaha pranavarthaya is the meaning of the embodiment here pranava artha means embodiment or you can say the meaning of pranava pranava is the omkara again pranava is another name for omkara the symbol of symbol is om the om is also called pranava because that is that is the first uh, first utterance that before and arthaya means it is an embodiment or the meaning of it shuddha jnanaiga murtaye he is a murti murti means embodiment again of what pure jnana shuddha jnana this is where the exposition of silence makes the important for it because any other jnana which we know is limited to the word and the word meaning so there is a limitation for every teaching if we are using words but we have no choice in a world of transaction we cannot convey through silence but we might have we might have to understand that without uttering a word with a red eye and a you know blown up eye if a person is looking at we know that he he is angry at us he is doesn't have to utter a word here the guru is atmaramam he was enjoying in his own self therefore there was a pleasant smile on his face or he was pleasing to in exposition his expressions were such a pleasing which cannot be seen in ordinary life therefore such a facial expression he conveys the meaning of what is the depth and the purity of the knowledge in which he is reveling therefore it is nirmalaya it means absolutely stainless there is not even a speck of you know imperfection there pure means absolutely pure and not only pure it is also prashantaya the shanti or the tranquility or the the peace which we have no idea what is that because for us everything is relative in a world of transaction 
in relative world only we have a we have definitions and all definitions absolute definitions are just not possible in our transactional world but here he is talking about prashantaya prakarshena chanta mean absolute peace or the bliss of nothingness or you no know, or the wholeness both way you can look at it he is in the form of body of knowledge dashnamurti to him i am doing the prostration chidghanaya maheshaya vadamula nivasini satchidananda roopaya dakshinamurtaye namaha chidghanaya chit means the chaitanya or the consciousness ghanam means normally the word ghana is used for 100% purity or when we say ayoghana means 100% iron sorna sorna ghana means it is pure gold not even 0.001 of impurity is there such purity we cannot see in the transactional world here he is they are referring to chit ghana that the solidified form of consciousness or the 100% consciousness where there is nothing other than that maheshaya maha 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 isha is mahesha is the controller or the is he is in control of everything maha means the ultimate who is the great god what does he say vadamula nivasine now here this vadamula nivasine is most why is used is it you may should not take the simple reason is that it's a banyan tree and it is being referred here if you have if you remember the upanishad as well as in the gita urdhva mula matashagam ashvatam prapurabhyam so when we there the depiction of the world is being shown as a inverted tree where the roots are to the top and the branches are to the bottom now in such a tree if somebody is in the vatamula nivasini who is residing in the roots of that at the roots of a such a tree means it is from he the creation everything is coming that solid consciousness which itself becomes the whole world of experiences therefore vatamula nivasini and how does it happen satchidananda roopaya the form of the world is how is sat chit and ananda existence conscious awareness and bliss this is the form of created form we think that satchidananda means it is something outside we cannot think even but when satchidananda roopaya roopa here means the form in which it has taken the absolute chit consciousness which doesn't have a name which doesn't have a form or anything and who has the absolute controller of everything from where the whole creation comes down and in what form in the form of existence awareness that is what is all satchidananda roopaya to such a jnana murti dakshina murti to the knowledge embodiment knowledge is my salutations then comes ishwaro gururatmeeti murti veda vibhagine vyomavat vyapta dehaya dakshina murte namah ishwara means the controller or the from where the whole he who 
has absolute control of everything. Guru Ratmeti, in the form of Guru and Atma. The Ishwara itself is appearing as Guru to remove the darkness and by showing the Atma Tattvam or the or the self which is in ours, our each of the creation. Murti Veda Vivagine, there is no different. Vivaga means separation. There is a there, there is a body difference between the Guru and the Shishya. So Ishwara, Guru and Atma are Ishwara Jiva Jagat. So this type of Vedas, Murti Veda Vivagas, that is being removed by the knowledge. And then what happens? Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya. He shows that the embodiment is an apparent apparent form. It in reality has nothing to divide it because it cannot be divided because it is like space. Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya. Who pervades the spiritual sky. That consciousness cannot be divided and become multiple products there is nothing where it is not there. Then how can you say it has become multiple? That name and form, that is why the Murti Veda Vivagini, the way in which the Murtis are being divided, the name and forms are being divided, is an apparent ignorance on the Shishya. That is being removed by becoming Guru and showing what is the truth, is Atma and Ishwara, there is no difference. That knowledge is being passed to us by in the form of Dakshinamurti, who is an embodiment of knowledge. This is what the mantras which are in the beginning of the thing. From next class onwards, we will do only the Mangala Sloka, but we will not do the uh, Stotra chanting. Stotra chanting uh, can be done if required. But more towards will be the exposition of Vartika of Sureshwara Acharya, which is called the Manasolasa. Manasolasa means mental en enjoyment. Ullasa means to enjoy. It is a mental or you know enjoyment through the mind by mere listening to this Stotra. This Dakshiramurti Stotra, once you know the meaning, just reciting or while reciting, if you go through the meanings of the each of the words, you don't need any Upanishad, Gita, Brahma Sutra or any of the book which you which we study in the form of you know, acquiring knowledge. The entire truth of Advaita is capsuled and given in this ten ten months stotras by Adishankara. That is the very reason Sureshwara Acharya is a very shy commentator. He doesn't write any commentary on anything and everything. All, only, we do not have any record of his being written until we found out some manuscripts in the late 1600 and 1700, that period. Before that, we thought, there were, there were, we knew that there was an existent person called Sureshwara Acharya, one of the disciples of Shankara. But his compositions, which we are called Vartika, was not available to the public. It were kept in the secret chambers or the very secluded places where 
only the true students of Advaita were given the access to those books until in the 1600 and 1700. Mysore Maharaja, who had access to those things, decided, no, this should not be just left for the monastic people who are coming and studying Advaita. This should be available to the public also. So those things were later released for the public consumption and then subsequently those was those sub-commentaries and commentaries and the expositions after that on that came up. And that is the time when, they, when we found out that the understanding from Sureshwaracharya, he has understood his Guru much better than what words can express. To that extent that if we read the Vartika of Brahadaranyasun or Taitariya or this Manasolasa, we will know that he has simplified Advaita into such an extent that if you really understand Sureshwaracharya's exposition, you will know what the Guru had taught him. Because he was such an expert Shishya that he understood in the entirety what his Guru Shankara had taught him. So, if we are able to imbibe what Sureshwaracharya is conveying through his creations like Manasallasa for Deshnamurti Stotram, then there is uh, Brahadaranya Vartikam, then Taitriya Vartikam is there, then Pranava Vartika is there, and uh, yeah, these are the four things which are uh, written by him. So we are going to do the Manasallasa Vartika of Shankara of uh, Sureshwaracharya. He is intermingled the Dakshinamurti Stotram in between the Manasallasa. He has written a chapter by chapter. For each Stotra, there is a chapter. So there are 10 chapters on the Manasallasa because of the 10, stotra, 10 verses of the Dakshinamurti Stotram. So we will go through that and try to understand how he is making us clear about what Shankara has written in the Dakshinamurti Stotra. He starts with the Mangala Stotram. Mangalam Dishadume Vinayaka, Mangalam Dishadume Saraswati, Mangalam Dishadume Maheshwara, Mangalam Dishadume Sadashiva. Dishadu means Dadadu. Mangalam means what is good for everyone or those who are there. Me means to me, the one who is chanting this. So to me, in the form of Vinayaka, please divide me what is auspicious to me. Mangalam Dishadume Saraswati. Saraswati is the goddess of learning and therefore let Saraswati be auspicious to me and bestow me with the knowledge. Maheshwara. Here Maheshwara is the Ishwara of everyone. Ishwaranam Ishwara. Maheshwara. He is the ultimate Ishwara. Let him also be bestow auspiciousness in my study for this knowledge, Dadatu. Sadashiva. Here Sadashiva and Dakshinamurti are identical. So Sadashiva is always pure, where he doesn't have even a form. So such a Shiva or pure, pure consciousness, let that also bestow on me the auspiciousness. So this is the first Mangala Sloka. Then he starts the preamble for the first verse of Dakshinamurti Stotra. How does the preamble start? He says, Atma Labhat 
ஆத்மலாபம் But he says that Muniyovadantu. Muni means here the one who has absolute knowledge. He viduhu, he knew and he explained. He, he says that nasti atmalabha paraha. There is nothing greater than the atmalabha is the declaration of the Munis or the one who has understood that. Tallabhartam, tasyalabhartam. to know to get that or to gain that knowledge kavihi here kavi and muni are slightly different muni is the one who knows the truth and kavi is who is aspiring for it but he is already has enough knowledge to become a muni so here is the word between the muni and the kavi we have to understand that what is the qualification between the teacher and the student adhikari vedam adhikari means the qualities of an aspirant which we have discussed in detail in aprokshanubudi sadhana chatushtayam is the basic requirement sadhana chatushtayam means the fourfold qualifications of a student is mandatory for atmatyanam why it is mandatory because unless you are mentally and you are physically you are trained to think in a particular fashion the knowledge which is being imparted by the teacher which being very subtle and esoteric in nature cannot be grasped unless you have the mental qualification for it it is not only the physical qualification and without physical qualification your mental mind will never be qualified if you are physically in, intolerant and in you know, also involved in the engagement of the sensual activities whatever may be it that your mind will be running towards that so unless you know how to control your indriyas how to control your mind samadama uparati tidiksha shraddha samadanam the shat sambati is one of the requirement of the student so physically you need to train yourself so that your mind is at your control and in a such a control mind you have to develop a vairagya which is one of the second uh, most required thing for vairagya here is vigadaraga or detachment or in less lack of interest in objects perceived and enjoyed through sense organs including the mental both gross and subtle a detachment towards that or a disinterest in that that is what is called vairagya now vairagya cannot come unless 
you have the right knowledge of the reality of those and those things which are getting you carried away through the sense organs which is called nitya nitya vastu viveka what are the things which we are running after are they permanent in nature even after achieving that can the happiness remain permanently with me if these type of enquiries or uh, that is that viveka vaj viveka is vichara vichara is the method of analyzing any experience to know whether they are permanent in nature or not permanent in nature so when you have the viveka vairagya and shatsambhati natural outcome of these three is mumukshitam means to free from the entanglement of the clutches of the sense organs and the world of experiences because world of experiences is from outside but this what we are now looking for is that peace of mind or that tranquility in the mind which when becomes still amani bhava when the mind becomes no mind the atma which is present in every iota of the world is shining itself a similar example with nana chitragada utara there is a words coming in the dakshinamurti stotra here what i am going to tell is that every iota of the creation is in reality that pure existence consciousness satchidananda roopam which we told earlier that consciousness in the form of satanchit is what is every atom of this world but due to the mental nature of the sense organs and the mind the emotions and the thought feelings etc we are covering those realities so when we have amani bhava when the mind becomes pure absolutely pure in that nature you don't need to know where is atma because it is a suprakasha it is that light with which every object which we were thinking is existing was being shown to us the object per se has no method of exhibiting its express expression of existence unless the atma from within enshrines or enlightens that object as existing and its as a existence this is the reason why when we do all those things that nature of the student is what is here called the kavi taudi means he praises whom swatmanam parameshwaram he is not going and doing a stuti or a prayer to anything outside external the parameshwara he has realized is swatmanam he is residing in my own nature atma is your nature or my own my own truth and identity so that parameshwara is which is there every in every iota is is not attained separately but by by praising that mind becomes a qualified mind it shines by itself so what are the things in the in the hitopadesha there is a shloka ஆஹாரந்திரா பயமைதனம் ச சாமானியமேதத் பசுவிர் நரானா 
ಪಶುಭಿರ್ನಾರಾಣ Pashubir, Narana. Pashu means animals. Narana means humanity. These are common among man, man, human, humanity and animals, kingdom. Ahara, Nidra, Bhaya, Maidana. Food, rest, emotions and procreation. Dharmohi desham adhiko vishesha. But dharma, what is right, what is wrong, what is nitya, what is anitya. All these type of analysis. is superior to all the four and such a person who has abidance in the dharma he is a manushnara he is a human being dharmena hina pashubir samana a man who doesn't have the dharma a wisdom to know what is right what is wrong what is his duty what is not his duty he will live like an animal like following the food rest emotions and procreation for him life is a cycle like an animal he doesn't know what is right what is wrong what is his purpose of life what is he looking for what is why his experiences are he has no intellectual inquiry at all then comes swechaya sushtam avishya vishyam yo manasi sthitah stotrena suyate anena saeva parameshwara now says swechaya by his own desire or his own volition srishtam created avishya means after having entered into it vishyam the whole world of experiences or the whole world yaha manasi sthitah in the mind of whom it is all existing this vishyam which is created because what happens ಸ್ವ ಇಚ್ಛೆಯ ಅವಿಶ್ ಸೃಷ್ಟಮ್ ಅವಿಶ್ಯ ಸ್ವ ಇಚ್ಛೆಯ ಸೃಷ್ಟಮ್ ಹೀ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಟ್ಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಹಿಸ್ ವೊಲ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ರಿಮೈನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ವೆನ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ರಿಸೈಡಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಹೀ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಎಂಟರ್ಡ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಹಿಸ್ ಎಂಟರ್ಡ್ ದ ಎಂಟೈರ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಎ ಸಿಮಿಲರ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸೇ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ the entire world of the dream having created we ourselves become the dreamer we ourselves become the objects of the dream so who enters the dreamer who enters the world of objects of the dream nothing but that awareness which has become as the dream of awareness so such srishta sarishwa etchya how did that you didn't you didn't use any material object like a mason needs mud and everything for creating product or a blacksmith required law metal for creating something there was no material cause at all required for creation of the dream world that's the entire dream world was created out of the nothing just by desire whose desire the consciousness itself desired to become many and then he becomes many and having become many he is the one which is in many to such a person stotrena suyate anena stotrena suyate with this st- 
Stotra, with this Dakshinamurti Stotra, Stuyate, I am, I am doing, I am doing the exaltment or praising of that, that Ishvara, and he Sayeva Parameshwara, that Atma Ramam, Swatmanam Parameshwara, he is the Parameshwara which is residing in the dream. So the creator having created the dream, the dreamer, the self of the dreamer is the creator of the consciousness of the dream, is the consciousness, is the dreamer as the consciousness of the object, where is that the objects have got maybe solidity, liquidity or you know space and time etc etc. But everything is nothing but the consciousness. And therefore he is a Parameshwara, he is the one who controls everything in the, in the dream world. Same way, such a Parameshwara is my Swatmanam in this world of experience. To that Parameshwara, I am doing the praising by these Stotras, which has been written by Shankaracharya. To say that, how does this word, how from where does uh, Sureshwarajara pick up these things? In the Taitri Upanishad, the second uh, Valli, Shiksha Valli, sixth chapter, the first sloka, there is words for that. So Akamayata, he desired. Bahusyam Prajayeti, let me become many. Then, Tatrishtva Tadevanu Pravishat, having created everything, he entered everything. He created and he became everything. He entered everything means Anupravishya, that word Pravishya means entering. Anupravishya is a, with a suffix Anu means near. Nearly entered, it means he became everything. Tadevanu Pravishat. Then how does he say that he stayed in the mind? In the Gita there is this thing, Kshetraknyam Chabhimam Viddhi Sarvat Kshetreshu Bharata Kshetrat Kshetraknyotnyanam Yattatnyanam Matammama That knowledge is mine, which is by which, even with which you say that I am the body, I am the Atma, that difference is also my knowledge only, it is, it is me as the knowledge gives you the difference between the body and the Atma. How does that happen? Kshetratnyam, I am the Kshetratnyam, the one who is residing in the every Kshetra, Sarva Kshetreshu means every particle of creation is a Kshetra. In that, Maam Vidhi, see or know that I am there as a Kshetratnya or the one who knows Kshetram Yat Jnanadi Sat Kshetratnya. One who knows the Kshetra or the particle of creation he is called the Kshetratnya. So he, the one, how does he become a knower of the knowledge? Not from outside knowing. Whenever you see anything from outside, you have no knowledge of 100%. You can know anything from outside, but you do not have 100% knowledge of it. If you want to know anything yourself, you have to become that. So if I have become Bindo and I experience as Bindo, my knowledge of Bindo as my, uh, my own existence is known only to me. Anybody seeing me will not know exactly like how I know myself. This is a case exactly for everything. So if it is for one of us, it is the same for every particle or every creation in this world. So know me as Kshetratnyam, the one who has become the Kshetra itself is become the Kshetratnyam. That Kshetra Kshetra and then the creation, apparent creation between one, one particle and another particle 
that even that is mine because I am the one in between also. So you may apparently make a difference between one particle and another particle of creation, but the the separation is also my creation because of which you are seeing the two separate as separate, forgetting that creator of the one is also Maam Vidhi, is myself. Then he says, Asti Prakashada idi Vyavahara Pravartade, Tachat Astitum Prakashatum Kasminarte Pratishtidam. The student is asking the teacher, Asti Prakashada idi Vyavahara Vartade. Asti means it is existing. Prakashada means the existence is being revealed or awareness of the existence. Vyavahara is in the transaction, there is both Asti and Prakasha. So when we say that a, a animal is there or a tree is there, we are there are two things which are conveyed through that statement. One is the existence of the object and second we are also announcing that I am aware of the existence of that thing. So that Prakashata or that awareness which is being shown through the existence of things, it is a type of transaction which is happening. In that, Astittvam, the nature of existence and Prakashatvam is the nature of awareness. Kasmin Narte Pradishtitam were in which which reality, Artha here you have to take as meaning or reality, in which reality is this established or they are depending upon, unless there is some substratum in which the existence and awareness is embodied, how can it be known as existence and awareness because I am transacting with existence and awareness. Here if you look at it, a ornament is given a name by a ring or a garland or a, or a bracelet or whatever may be that, may be made of gold. But the name of the object and its existence cannot have an independent existence if I remove the gold from that. Without gold, the bangle doesn't have an existence or the garland or the ornament doesn't have an existence and no name also. So what is that existence and the awareness of all the particles of the world? In which is those aware is abiding with or what is the substratum for that? Is the first question the student is asking. So therefore that in the Drukdarishya Viveka there is another sloka. Astibadi Priyam Rupam Nama Chetyatasya Panchakam Adyatrayam Bahya Rupam Jagat Rupam Tadotvayam So Astibadi Priyam Rupam Asti means existence, Bhati means Chit or knowledge, Priyam means happiness. It is a Rupa in which all the existence in the Jagat Rupam is existing. So this is a word that Asti and Bhati is being used from that. So Shankara has written a Vrindreshi Viveka, another sloka for it, another set of verses for that. From there this one has been taken. Then comes the next question. Kim teshu teshu va arteshu kim va sarvatmani ishware ishwaratnam cha jeevatnam sarvatmatnam cha kidrasham. He is asking the further question into that from the appearance he is going getting into the details of it. Kim, why? 
teshu teshu in those appearance in the kshetra and kshetratnya or the creator and the created in the objects otherwise sarvatmani ishware in the, how does that in that ishura who resides in the atma how does the ishuratvam and jeevatvam and sarvatmatvam how does how can you say that if it is only one how would you call it as he is ishura he is also a jeeva he is also sarvatma how can one be called in by different names teshu teshu means all the all the objects in the world arteshu here means objects in all these objects sarvatmani ishware is being superimposed on the sarvatmani ishura he is saying that the ishura he is satrushto tadevana pravishad he having created he endowed everything no if he has created everything he is a, he is the ultimate everything he he has become everything then how are you going to say that one is ishvara one is a jeeva and then there is a sarvatmatvam in everything there is an atmatvam in that ishvara and the jeevatvam how does this how how will you explain this please explain to me your master is the question which is the students is asking then he is asking the next question janiyat katam how will i know jeevah kim tat jnanasya sadhanam jnanat tasya phalam kim sat ekatvam katam bhavet janiyat how will i know katam jeevah kim what is the jeeva tat jnanasya sadhanam what is the knowledge with which i know these atmatyanam tat jeevah kim or why jeeva what is jeeva and jnana tasya phalam kim if i am if it is say if you say that jnana is the is the sadhanam to know what is jeeva jeevishwara jagat etc what is the phalam what is the result after if i have the knowledge of it and knowing that is different part it but how do i resolve that all into one ekatvam cha katam bhavet how can i resolve them all together in all these multiplicity which is in my experiences in the multiple forms and everything into one you are saying that there is only one sa ekaha sa ekam vit that he is only one tatrishtva sadevanu pravishat he having created he became everything now i have my experiences of multiplicity and multiple experiences if jnanasya is a sadhanam for the jeeva for the jeeva this is the knowledge what is the fruit of action which with which i know it sarvajnaha sarvakartacha kadamatma bhavishyati shishyam preetyartam prachandam vaktum aravade guru sarvajna sarvakartacha sarvajnaha means knower of all or omniscient sarvakarta is the doer of everything because he is the one who created everything cha kadam atma bhavishyati how can atma become that he is the sarvajna and sarva to prati ityam prachandam preet prati ityam prachandam shishyam to such a shishya to that disciple who has been asking all these questions to guru vaktum arabade the teacher now starts the answer this is the preamble of the first shloka with which he starts the manasolasa and then comes the first stotra 
Vishyam darpana drishyamana nagari tulyam nijandargatam. The Guru say, Guru say, Shankaracharya say, Vishyam darpana drishyamana nagari tulyam nijandargatam. Pashyan atmani mayaya bahirivo dhudam yada nidraya. Yes, Sachat Kurude, Praboda Samaye, Swatmana Mevadvayam, Tasmaisi Guru Murtaye, Namaidam Sri Dakshana Murtaye. Vishyam, the world, Darpana Drishyamana Nagari, like a world reflected in a mirror. Tulyam means equal to Nijandar Gadam, Nija means in oneself. The whole world is inside us, the one who is seeing, experiencing in the world. Pashyan, he is the one who is seeing in, were, Atmani, in the Atman. Mayaya, due to Maya. How? Behai Eva, as if the whole world is placed outside. Udbhutam, having, I mean, how does it happen? Yadanidraya, in the sleep, how did the world of creation come outside and you felt it's the whole world of experiences of the dream is existing outside you yet happening inside? Yaha, the one who Sachat Kurude, who know, makes you makes us understand that Sachat Kurude means makes that our immediate knowledge when Prabodha Samaye, when that knowledge arises. That is Satmanam Advayam Satmanam Eva. That is the non-dual, your own self, in, alone. It is what that is being told. Tasmai Sri Guru Murtaye Namayidam Dakshinamutya. To that Dakshinamutnyana Swarupa, which is in the form of a Guru, and now telling me all these things, unto him is my salutation. Now the explanation and the details of this sloka, I will take it up in the next class. But this needs to be explained in much, much detail. Uh, what I am going to do is, I am sending the email with this PDF as an attachment to the email. You can use it for your own revision and study of that. Okay. Any questions? Just to be clear, Bindu, where did we, we ended at number seven or number six or which number was it? Do you know? This is in the seventh, as far as the Vartika is concerned. But first of the Mastotra is the first one, first month, first Sotra. Thank you. So, if there are no questions, we will stop here and continue next week. Can I ask something? Yes, your voice is not clear. Can you? Uh, now is it clear, Aurobindo Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, in the starting verse, it is being said that uh, uh, this is all in the form of silence. And uh, all the seven rishis who are sitting there, uh, yeah. they are having Brahmanishta. And then yeah. uh, in the silence, they are getting the answers. Right. So this all, does this mean this all is uh, happening in the silence and the Guru, yes. uh, the Dakshinamurti Guru is, like you said, not how we see Shiva, but uh, the Guru is the Atman. 
Okay, I'll I'll give you an example. It's a very crude example or example which you can relate to any one of this. Assuming there are two lovers sitting on a table, coffee table, they are holding hands each other, not uttering a word, looking into each other's eyes. Both of them are realizing the love of each other. Is words required to convey the love? The presence of the both of them, both of them experience the love. Words cannot be expressed as to what is love. If that is the case in a transactional world, in the, in the esoteric world where the spiritual teaching is there, what is our own awareness, no words can restrict it there. Is what the Upanishad says. Words, words cannot express it and not fathomable by the mind. That is the reality. So it cannot be used by words. At the same time, words are given for those who are in the initial stages. But the Brahmanishta Munis, like Sanakadeya, for them that Upanishad and those things are not no use because they have already in that Brahmanishta. All that what was required was the grace of the Guru. And the Guru is an embodiment of knowledge. His presence was enough for them to realize what was the knowledge. Like the two lovers, mere presence gave them the, the knowledge of love between for them, each one of them. The same way the knowledge required for the Atman Jnana, for an apt student, the presence of a Guru is enough. Guru doesn't have to utter a word. Okay, thank you, Arvindaji. And uh, this Dakshina Murti Strotra is written by Adi Shankaracharya. Assuming that uh, what uh, what were the questions when they were in the Brahmanista or when they were in the science, uh, it is in the form the Stotra is in the form that uh, the questions are being answered. Uh, okay, let me explain to you. The Stotra of Dakshina Murti Strotra doesn't talk anything about Mauna Vyakya Parkadita. That was written by other Acharyas who wanted to give the picture of what is Dakshinamurti and how the Sanagadayas were sitting around. But if you look at Shankaracharyas, Vishwandarpana Dhrishyamanandagiri till to that end, he is not talking about, about any of these pictures and uh, you know the the pictorial description which gave in the Mangala Shlokas. From Shankaracharya's point of view, he talks only on philosophy. He doesn't mince words with anything else. He is not interested in how does the picture, how does it, where did it happen, when did it happen. All those things have no relevance to him. For him, space and time doesn't exist. But he tells the truth which can be understood by us if you understand the sloka that express the expressions or the upamas which he is using or the similes which he is using is so apt that you cannot have any other example which can be more appropriate. There can be other examples which may come closer to it, but the apt one will be that what he is used. And even there, the truth is that there cannot be a example for an exemplified other than the exemplified itself. 
for a, every every anything and everything that alone is the example where 100% matching will happen anything else can come closer to it but there will be some shortage either point 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 1% or point 5% or whatever may be the percentage it will not be 100% matching but shankaracharya has used such examples which can be the closest so one is the picture of the mauna vyakya prakritita para brahmadattvam that has been written by others who who pictureized the whole dakshinamurti and teaching the muni janana but shankaracharya's vidakshana he uses only the word tasmai guru murtaye namaidam shri dakshinamurtaye other than that he doesn't refer to what is that dakshinamurti or how does it and dakshinamurti the word meaning dakshina is jnanam murtaye means embodiment of knowledge and who is embodiment knowledge he is a guru and that to such a guru is my prostrations namami nava but arvind ji this uh, dakshina is also direction na south yeah, dakshina has where uh, dakshina has many dakshina has many meaning dakshina is uh, what you give after puja to a pujari is also dakshina the right right yeah. the southward direction is also dakshina and dakshina is also used for right and left so no, dakshina has many meaning huh no uh, so i had read that like you know, he was facing south or he was so, in the south see, part of india or something no 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 these are all later stories dakshina murti means murti yasya dakshina it means jnana yasya murti the one who is in the embodiment of knowledge is the real meaning of dakshina murti okay okay that is why he is using so the other one, word guru murtaye he is the murti of the guru one, in the form of a murti guru also so guru and dakshina so is the identical word right no i understood that part so yeah. the murti by saying that uh, murti 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 murta murti so embodiment significant that aspect no embodiment or oh, it was just used as a adjective kind of thing yeah just an adjective embodiment of okay embodiment of knowledge or embodiment in the form of a, no, a receptor of knowledge which is a guru guru has the knowledge as is embodiment of knowledge no therefore guru murtaye oh. dakshina murtaye are visheshna vishesha one is a, so it is ultimately vishesha. a guru stuti right? it is a guru stuti you can say it is a stuti for the jnana who is embodiment of jnana ultimately it is to the knowledge where the prostration is being given tasmai shri guru murtaye namayidam dakshina murtaye dakshina murti means knowledge embodiment and that itself is in the form of a guru because guru is the one who conveys the knowledge to us so the dakshina murti comes in the form of a guru to that guru is my prostration and what is that guru do prabodha samaye at the time of the knowledge satchat gurude he makes us have the immediate experience what is his immediate experience advayam atmanam eva that non dual atma is alone is the reality which is 
Nijandargadam Pasyan, what is showing like the dream, the world is being shown, the same thing is being that Jnanam is the one which is because of which Mayaya, due to Maya, appears to be outside. Now Darpanam is Darpana Drishyam and Maya is the the similarities here. How does the how does the mirror reflect? Same way, Maya is the reflecting which is actually happening as if placed outside. There is no outside or inside. But Maya creates a world of out, world which feels to be outside. This slodga will I need a lot of explanation, so I'll keep it for the next class. Sure, sure. And also that Meta Dakshinamurti, which is there in that uh, Arshavidya Gurklam. So that Meta means like, you know, they just use that word. Uh, Meta is again knowledge. Meta is again knowledge or memory. Or that okay. knowledge with which you grasp subtle, subtle information is what is called actually Meta. The subtlety of the knowledge is called the Meda. I'm just wondering why they use that word specifically. I mean, Meda is another name for intelligence. Meda is another name for intelligence. Meda means intelligence. No, I understand, but the naming of that temple and all, ah. that uh, whether they did it with some purpose uh, and I don't know there you have to ask them I, I, I'm not, I will not be able to explain that okay I think I'll stop here Om Sahana Vapadu Sahana Gunattu Sahavityam Karavavahai Tejasvinavadi damastuma vidyushavahim Om shanti 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 hari om namas